You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Welcome back to Thrive. Sometimes it seems like in life we have to choose. Thriving work life or thriving personal life. Six-figure business or superstar family woman. Rockstar CEO or rockstar mom. Carolyn Bishop believes you can have, do, and be it all with balance to boot. In today's episode, Carolyn, who was voted San Diego's most impactful mompreneur of 2020, shares her favorite tips for planning your day and prioritizing your time to maximize your income and impact. We talk about why copying the exact daily routine of a mentor did not help her own business and what worked instead, as well as what sort of systems she recommends entrepreneurs use to start feeling more balanced and in control of your own life. Stay tuned through this conversation. Drop it five stars if you like what you're listening to. And without further ado, welcome, Carolyn. Hey, thanks, Erica. It's so great to be here. Of course. I'm so happy to have you. You have a super cool story. Uh, But first, congratulations are in order because you were recently voted San Diego's most impactful mompreneur of 2020 by Life and Design Magazine, which is super exciting. So congratulations. Thank you. That was a lot of fun and a surprise. It was a kind of public vote that did it. So I had no clue what was happening, what was going on. So when it came, when the results came out, it was a lot of fun. And of course, like everything, it had all those COVID delays and, you know, us not hearing things for a while. So yeah, it was, it was interesting and such a great honor and uh, just a lot of fun. And um, it felt good knowing that the work I'm doing was um, impacting and making a difference. And that's, that's what got my heart warmed. Absolutely. That's totally a dream. I feel like there's a couple of dreams here for aspiring business people. One being a six figure or multi six figure business and one being a business that is that, but also has significant impact. And I feel like you are clearly skilled at both of those things. So this is an exciting conversation. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that you are exceptionally skilled at building your business alongside other very time demanding life commitments, like being a full-time teacher, you were building your business while you were doing that, being the primary caregiver for your kids, literally all the things. Uh, So tell us more about you, what you do and how you do it. Because I'm sure after having said that, people are like, wait, I'm sorry, you built a very (laughs) successful business while doing another full-time job and also being a parent, which is also a full-time job. Like how many (laughs) full-time jobs are we talking about here? So. Tell us who you are, what you do, how you do it, all that jazz. Yeah, so because of that and because of what I coach and teach, I am called the business with balance coach. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to admit a lot of it I was thrown into and it was just floundering my way through trying to figure things out with some really demanding things on my calendar. Um, I started the business when with balance Facebook group and the rapid business growth with balance bootcamp. I help female entrepreneurs who lead others grow their business quickly while keeping their priority life, uh, while keeping their personal life the priority. 
And, you know, that came around with when I first got into business, I needed cash. I mean, we were six figures in student loan debt uh, in a brand new marriage, living in a new country. I'm originally from Canada and we moved down because of a signing bonus that would help pay a part of our student loans that my husband got offered. And we were just looking for anything we could for cash. And I was a high school teacher, um, loved my job, loved what I did, loved the impact I was making, but my salary was defined. And so I did get into the idea of a business and tried to sort that out. And um, it was it was tough because my teaching job, I was the entire French department. So I taught beginners. I taught high school level. I taught everybody in between and sorry, not high school level, college level, the, the APIB programs in the US, which are college prep courses. And it was really demanding. And I was at the school at six in the morning, leaving at six or seven at night. And then I was getting into a business going, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And so I really kind of got thrown in then of trying to figure out what balance was. How could I do this? How could I spend time with my husband, stay fit, eat healthy, have fun, see friends, travel back to Canada and just trying to figure out how to take all the pieces of life and enjoy all of them. And then I had kids and we all, we all know that is a whole nother job in itself. Um, one of the most rewarding in my opinion, um, but also one of the ones that you just don't ever want to let up. Like you, I mean, I had this desire to constantly be, you know, the mom I'd always pictured to be. And so now I was running a business, teaching full-time, being a mom and just all these different things on my calendar and it it at times it was really overwhelming and at times it was really rewarding but it was the path i was meant to go on because it's brought me to the point that now what i'm really proud of is my flagship program the breakthrough with balance academy where we help women get a consistent monthly five-figure flow coming in every month for their business while loving each day and enjoying their families and their freedoms. So now my kids are older. I have two really, really active teenagers. So the calendar has not lined up, <laughs> but luckily I've learned the strategies and methods and um, ways to, to work with all the, the busyness, I guess you could call it, mm -hmm. and really love my life. My daughter's a competitive dancer. My son is a very high level competitive basketball player and I've been married to my husband who's been amazingly supportive as I figure all this out through for 19 years we've been married and uh, now we have a, a new puppy <laughs> it's a white golden retriever that now runs our household <laughs> that sounds about right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome so okay so bring us back to when you were first starting everything what walk us through like what a day in your life was like because I feel like a lot of times it's easy for people years removed or on the other side, so to speak, to be like, yeah, it was crazy and I, but I may do and I, and now here I am and I, I'm so successful and it was incredible. But bring us back if you can remember to what that was truly like in the moment, what an average day in your life might have looked like so that people have some perspective to, you know, what it, what it really was like behind the scenes, behind oh. the velvet curtain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because the velvet curtains look pretty and sometimes behind it, not so pretty. Well, I would get up quite early in the morning and um, attempt to exercise, didn't always happen, but get ready for work, head off, um, teaching full-time at a high school of about 3,600 kids. So very, very busy. If you didn't get there quick enough, there was no parking spots type place. And I would teach the full day and our lunch hour was only half an hour. 
Um, that was strategic for the kids not to get in trouble during the lunch hour. And uh, so, you know, I wasn't able to cram in business during the lunch. It was school, 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 school. I would come home with a pile of marking that was usually about a half a foot tall at least. And um, I would stare at it and think, oh my gosh, okay, I wonder which ones I can get away with throwing out without the kids asking for them. Like, <laughs> that was, I hate to say that, but it's true. I just had so much going on and so many different pieces. And my passion was with the kids, but now I also had this other passion when I was starting into business going, I want money. I need to make money. We've got to pay off these loans. How do I do this? What do I do? And so I would listen to other coaches and mentors and try and copy what they did. And I would scramble. And if I heard somebody was really successful at this, then I'd jump over there and I'd try that. And then I hear somebody else say, oh, they were doing really well with this. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's it. And I would jump over here to that thing and, and try that out. And I kept bouncing from strategy to tactic to idea to process. And I never really felt like I was getting a foothold. And that, that went on for about six months. And I was ready to quit. I was ready to just say, forget it. I'm, I love my teaching career. I didn't have any plans at the time to ever leave teaching. And I thought, I'm just going to forget it. I, I can't do this. It's, it's too taxing. I'm not doing it well. So why bother doing it? And uh, one of my favorite mentors who happened to be my dad said to me, well, have you really thought about how you're going to be good at this? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, if you're jumping and following everybody else's tactics and strategies, how are you truly going to shine? What are you good at? What do you like to do? What are your skills? What, what's your vision of success? And that is one of the first pieces that I take all entrepreneurs that I work with through is really getting clarity, is seeing who are you? Where are you at right now? What skills do you already have? What are your strengths? What do you enjoy? Where are you coming from? Who are you as a person right now? And how can you apply that to the, the clarity of the vision you're trying to get to? Like when you have that clear vision of where you want to go, but you can also start from a clear vision of where you're already at. And you do have a lot of skills. You do have a lot of strengths. You've got a lot of background already in your life. If you've lived more than two or three years, you've learned a ton. And so that was where I stepped back and went, okay, wow, what am I going to do? And so it was about six months later by taking that different approach that suddenly I was in the top 1% of the company and I was getting asked to teach and speak. And I was the person people were like, what did you do? How did you get here? What's happened? And all those people that I had been bouncing from their ideas and, oh, they did well with this. I'll try that. And now suddenly I was one of the people that, that others were following. And I was going, wow, what did I do? Like, I got to sort this out because people are asking for help and figure it out. And it took stepping back and realizing it was just that I got clear on who I am, what I can bring to the table. And I designed my business around that. 
And that's when it started to feel easy. I will never say business is easy, <laughs> but it can get a lot simpler and it can feel easier when you're not trying to be something you're not or constantly um, looking to recreate yourself to match someone else's success recipe. And so that is always the first thing that I coach entrepreneurs on is getting that clarity. Mm-hmm. So can you give us an example of what that what that practically looked like for you once you made that shift? Like what was what was an example of maybe something that you were trying to emulate or that you thought had to be the secret to success? And then what change did you make and implement that ended up working better for you? Because I feel like sometimes people might say similar things and then people might be thinking like, well, wait, but like, what is, right? Like, what does that mean? Like you saw one thing, you did another thing and it was magical and worked cool. But like, I don't even know what I'm, if I'm, what I'm copying is a good idea or what, if my idea is a good idea, you know, like I think it gets, Mm -hmm. it gets so muddled for people. So I would love if you would share what's kind of an example of what you thought was like it and then what you ended up figuring out worked for you instead. Yeah, so I had been following one woman who really charismatic, amazing businesswoman, strategic. Um, I, I loved her. I loved her style. I loved what she represented, how she taught. Just somebody that I was like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be like you. And she had shared in a teaching, a training at one point, what she did every day. And I remember grabbing my notebook and being like, this is it. I finally get behind the scenes to see what she does every day and what her activities are and how she lines up her morning and what she does first and what she does second. And I wrote down the list that she gave us in the exact order of like how many people she talked to, what she did, how many emails she sent, what was the messages she was saying. And like, literally she laid out everything. And I thought, this is it. Cause not only is this woman successful, but she's a leader of many other people who I know had gained great success through her teachings as well. So I'm like, oh, if these thousands of people can do this, I can absolutely do this if I dedicate myself to this. And so I was like, all right, it's a five thing list. I'm going to do all five of these things every day. Talk to this many people, um, make this, send out this many emails, do this. And it was just this detailed list. And I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, by day three, I was exhausted (laughs) by day. But I was like, I'm sticking with this. By the end of the week, I was pulling my hair out going, I'm exhausted. I'm frustrated. I'm now starting to be totally like short with my husband and my kids. Um, But I'm like, I'm sticking this out. I promised myself I'd do it for two weeks. And I'm like, it'll get easier. The results will start to come in. And about halfway through the second week, I was like, this is crazy. And what I realized stepping back was, okay, this woman is incredibly charismatic. So one of the things on her list was meet five new people when you're out and about every day. (laughs) And for some people, that's natural. For some people, they can get into an elevator and just start chit-chatting. For me, that was painful. And granted, for me, I just started this with a, I'm going to meet five new students on campus. And, and, you know, I'm a teacher on campus. I can test this and get this skill going. I was so exhausted trying to do it because it was so stepping out who I was naturally. So instead, what I thought was, okay, if I take myself into the future of a business that I want to be living, 
and working with, what would I be doing? And I looked at it from my future self. And so for me, I was a natural teacher. So I would be teaching on a regular basis. I would be spending time setting up lessons and creating content that was easy to follow and step-by-step -step for people. I would be speaking on a recorded or a prepped <laughs> type event rather than off the cuff in an elevator, trying to create conversation with a stranger, like stepping back and going, what am I naturally good at? What do I enjoy doing? What do I like to do? And so for me, a lot of it was bringing into designing my business based on the fact that I loved to teach. I loved to organize information, that I loved to take information that other people found complicated and simplify it with analogies and stories and um, just to give them understanding. And when I did that, that's when that first business catapulted. That's so good to hear because I feel like so many people do exactly what you did with the best of intentions like all right let's look up everybody do my due diligence research find the people who are the shining stars to try to emulate but really we all shine brighter when we just acknowledge the star within each of us as cheesy as that sounds so Absolutely. i think that that was that right like i think that's such an important thing and i'm so glad you broke it down like that because regardless of what type of industry people are in i think that's something that is so important to remember is to really analyze yourself and be become very familiar with who you are and what you're good at and what you enjoy doing and just accept that everybody has different natural strengths because that's how that's how god made us <laughs> like we're all good at different things and that's a good thing so yeah. i think that that is a really important point and i would love to hear too what do you think has been most crucial in building your own six-figure business but also in your work obviously helping other women do the same maybe like what has been the most important for building that alongside having that thriving personal life since that since you've said obviously having that and not sacrificing your personal life has always been a really strong priority for you mm -hmm. I would say, and it kind of goes along with, because everything I coach is based on balance, it's business success with balance, is uh, I like to use the phrase, no shoulding on yourself. And uh, it's kind of a fun kind of play on words there. Yeah. But it's the idea that, well, we're, we're always going to get shoulded on by other people. You go to the doctor and they say, you should do this, you know, to better your health. Your, your parents have said, you should eat this way. We have friends who say, oh, you should watch this movie. We have, you know, I could say to the audience, you should absolutely listen to Erica's podcast regularly. It's awesome. And I believe that. And so when we, we get shooted on from the outside world with people having great intentions for us, they have the best for our um, it's it's for our best that they're trying to say, hey, this is going to be great for you. You should totally do it. But the one person you really want to make sure that you're not getting shooted on by is yourself, is that as you move forward in your business, in your calendar, in the relationships you choose, in the, the how you spend your time and your energy is are you doing it because it's truly a want or are you doing it because you are shooting on yourself? And what I mean by that is, for example, when um, I ended up leaving my teaching job, finally, when I was able to it, work visa being a foreigner, I actually had to keep my teaching job for a while, which was what I was meeting was forced me into that balance piece of it with business. But when I left my teaching job and I had my kids and they got to school age, I was telling myself, 
I should be in the classroom helping the teachers. I know how much help they need. I should be volunteering regularly. I should be doing photocopies for them. I really should go and volunteer my time. And so I did. And what happened was while I'm sitting at the back of the classroom cutting cardboard squares or whatever for the next art project, I started to get resentful and I started to get unhappy and I started to feel this heaviness almost about my time and my calendar. And then I wasn't enjoying my time and my kids could feel it. And I'm sure the other kids could feel it. And I was there because I felt I should. I wasn't there because I really wanted to be. And when I acknowledged that and changed that and asked myself, well, what do I really want? And I recognized what I wanted was to be in connection with what was happening in my kid's classroom and at the school. What I wanted was to be a presence in my kid's life very continuously while they were little, especially. And so instead, I was like, but what I want to do is be having fun with them and actually be in that leadership role rather than sitting in the back cutting cardboard. And so I started the run. Well, I started a running club that was going, helped it get going. And so I was out there with the kids and doing something more fun and actually being in that leadership role that I wanted. And that took off and it was fun. And then I loved it and it was enjoyable. And my kids were both there every morning going, mom, it's running club, let's go. And when I switched from shooting on myself to acknowledging what I wanted, it changed everything. And I do that in all my businesses too. And this is what I recommend to anyone building a business is you're gonna have two types of wants. You're either gonna want to do the activity you're doing, which often is very rare <laughs> because you know there's a lot of work behind the scenes with building a business. But the second type of want is the outcome that it's going to provide. And knowing that want, instead of saying, well, I should contact five people today or I should send out this email, switching it in your mind and saying, okay, is this something that's going to be really valuable? Does this get me to the goal that I'm heading towards? And is there an outcome that I really want out of this? So yes, I want greater connection with those clients. Yes, I want an awareness of my next event that's coming up. Or yes, I want this. And recognizing it as a want and the power you can walk into that activity with will be so much greater because you're doing it from the positive view of the want that's either going to be created or you're saying, I want to send this email out. I love writing a new, new email. I love doing this. And you can sit in the gratitude and the enjoyment of your business on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Uh, what do you think helped you grow at the speed that you did too? Because I feel like you grew pretty quickly. Once you kind of got into alignment with everything, your business just kind of took off. So do you think that that was a matter of luck or do you think there was a specific strategy involved with that or a combination of both what do you think was really kind of credited for the speed especially i think that the key here is keeping in mind how you were also balancing it with everything else on your plate this wasn't like a all right let me just turn off the rest of the world for a couple of weeks and like hustle until the wee hours of the morning you did this balancing everything else so what do you think um helped with the speed of that. Mm -hmm. I can give an acronym for your listeners. This is something I refer back to myself all the time and teach my clients. Um, I call it the C-PASS to success. So C-P-A-S-S. -S. 
Um, you can remember it, Carolyn's path to success. Um, and the C we talked about already is clarity, clarity on where you are and where you wanna go so that you can assess is the activity you're doing really taking you there or are you shooting on yourself? Um, the P is having it a, be a personalized path, personalized for your strengths, personalized for the things you enjoy doing, personalized for that destination that you're heading to. Um, the A stands for all-inclusive action, meaning that when you sit down to plan your business activity, include all the areas of your life in that plan. I don't personal, personally believe that as uh, moms, as wives, as you know, women who are wanting to stay healthy and have energy, that we can turn off our life and just do business or that we can just turn off our business and do life. It's all inclusive. So in that planning, really, whenever I sat down to business strategize, I was like, okay, what do I want to accomplish with my kids? What am I wanting to accomplish for my marriage? What is it that I'm wanting to include in, on my calendar for my fitness, for my health? How am I wanting to incorporate, you know, talking to my mom on the phone, staying connected with my sister and brother, you know, all those different pieces and looking at all the different areas of life on my calendar and making sure that I wasn't scrambling to fit things in. So it was about calendars and specific goals and setting deadlines for myself with fun and freedom being a lot of those goals and deadlines. And so that is the A is the all-inclusive action is making sure that all of that business planning include you're thinking of all areas of your life not just your business and then the the s's are for systems and support your systems for getting a flow of your days that feel simple while you're still making strides so i am always looking for what's the most effective system and i'm not just talking like oh if i buy this system it'll send out this for me or you know automation systems are fabulous but i'm talking like when i get in my shower that's where my brain suddenly starts to really function well <laughs> so i have a system i wash my eyes i do my hair i do my face and then i do my body every time the exact same way because before i was like wait did i wash my hair yet and so just little systems like that to free up your energy and your thought processes so you can direct them to the things that really need your mental attention. Um, so getting a flow to your days so that they can feel simple and then your support so that you can, you can have those people who will pick you up, dust you off, tell you how fabulous you are and what an incredible impact you are making or you are going to be making with the vision that you have and that they can point you in the right direction because you either told them that that was where you want to go or they are a business coach or a mentor that says hey go this direction i see this strength in you and if you go this way man you can skyrocket and when you have that support system to do that for you that's a big piece so that that is the last s and in my opinion one of the most important because we're always going to self-doubt we're always going to have fear but we don't want those things to be the drivers of our business so that is one of the biggest things I did all along. I have spent so much money getting coaches and mentors and teachers and guides, but ones that would take who I was and, and grow me from that perspective, not let me replicate me <laughs> by showing you what I did. And um, so, yeah, so clarity, your personalized path, 
all-inclusive action, including all areas of your life and your planning, and then systems, and then support that you need. And that is the seed path to success. I love that. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned systems because I I figured as we're both work from home moms, obviously we both know systems are like an absolute non-negotiable in a successful business. So I would love to hear if you would be willing to break down some of the what that actually what some systems in your business might look like because I think that's a kind of a trendier word now in entrepreneurship where people will talk about workflows and systems and all of this and people might be listening like, what the heck is a system? Like, is that my my system on my computer? Like my operating system or like, what's a system? So give us, an, give us a couple examples, if you wouldn't mind, of some of your favorites, maybe some that keep you on track or keep you disciplined or organized or whatever you think is most, kind of like the most beneficial systems that you recommend all entrepreneurs should seriously look into and consider for their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, kind of the flow of your business in terms of how do you meet people, how do they connect with you and learn from you to, to build that know-like trust, and then the presentation of your product, and then the delivery of your product so that people are raving about you and telling everyone else about you. So for example, meeting people. So I have a social media system and I actually do my own still because I teach on this and I try anything that I'm teaching on. I try and keep my fingers in as much as I can so I understand the struggle, I understand the challenges. So I have a printout that sits by my computer every day that says it's Monday, here's five post ideas. And I follow the flow of my Monday post ideas and I schedule them and then I'll schedule the Tuesday ones and there's a list of five and then I have on my calendar what I'm going live for each day or what I need to do real time. I don't go live every day, Um, but what do I need to do real time on a day? What can I schedule ahead for all seven days of the week? So I have that paper beside my computer and I've done it tons of times, but it's just so that I don't have to think about it. I don't have to remember, wait, Tuesday, what do I do? Um, it's listed. I just get to follow it. And so that's kind of my way of like meeting people. And then I bring them into my Facebook group and that's where they see these posts. And then I do my boot camp. So then your way of presenting to people so they can get to know you and see you. So my free boot camp that I do about every six to eight weeks where people can come into my world for five hours spread out over the course of the week and, and learn from me and see if they like what I do and if they like my style of teaching. And then in the boot camp, I tell them about my paid program so that they can then see if that's a fit for them. And then in my paid program, we go through and we build their business. And then as they get to that, what I call five figure flow, which is 10 grand or more every single month, then do they want to move into my next level program and move from there? And so a system is like, how would your clients move through the stage? That's one. Another system is having that list of what do I post today? It's Monday. I don't want to think about this. I just want to look at it. Um, Another system would be when I am cutting off work hours and I have set myself times. My kids are a little older now, so it's not as reactive as it used to be where they're like, mom, I need food, feed me now. That's um, my that's I, my daughter. She'll just go, snack, I need a snack. And I'm like, got it. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, been there, been there, live that. <laughs> um, so now I have a little bit more, but for me now it's, I have teenagers and my thing is like, my kid's going to be off to college in three years and that is freaking me out. So I'm like, I want quality time. I want to be with him. I want to be around. My daughter's a little younger. She's 13. And so I have alarms. Like I have a, a, a device sitting on my desk that I have an alarm that goes off about 20 minutes before I have decided that I want to stop working so that that first alarm tells me, okay, start wrapping up what you're doing. And then I snooze it. And about 10 minutes later, it goes off again. And then I start wrapping things up, write down what I want to accomplish for my next work time, whether, you know, at times in my business, it's been later that night. You know, when they go to bed, they went to bed at seven. So I was like, I'm going to do a couple hours of work. My husband was gone or whatever. He's on call a lot. Um, and so I, I use alarms in my office. That's another system to remind me to stop working. That's a big one if you're really passionate about what you do. And then also alarms that remind me to start working <laughs> when sometimes it feels more tedious and it's okay to acknowledge that, you know, we're not always going to be working from hundred percent passion. And if we did, oh my gosh, <laughs> we wouldn't be human. I don't think there's going to be days where you're going to need those reminders to start reminders to stop. And that's okay. And for some people working an hour a day, if that's your version of balance, because that's what you want is masses of time with your family and your kids. And your balance is I put in an hour of work today and I'm going to spend the rest with my kids. If you follow that, if you do that, you are in balance. And then someone else who is in the stage where they're like, I'm super passionate about my business. I want to work 80 hours a week. This is where my mind is at. This is where my heart is at right now. And I'm really happy with a couple hours with my kids. And that's what our family is thriving in right now. And if you acknowledge that and live with that, then you're in balance too. So there is no specific definition of balance. It's about knowing what you want, how you want to live, and then setting up those systems to remind yourself of that consistently. Absolutely. I love that. And of course, balance is going to look so different for exactly what you just said for every single person. Um, and I also, I heard a past guest recently said this and it, it just resonated so much, I think, in that balance is not this this static thing. Like we think of the visual of a scale where like you're just putting in a little bit here, a little bit there, and then it's going to be this perfect balancing act and everything will be great. And that's just not the case. It's so much more of a dynamic thing, like um, balancing on a surfboard or balancing on a skateboard where it's a constant back and forth and maneuver until you find what works for you and the, but the distribution of weight that works for where you're at and how you're living your life. And of course, it's going to be different for every single person. So yeah. I think that's a great point to that's bring up. Great visual of the idea because, you, you know, if you're sitting, if you're standing on a surfboard, and you're on calmer water, your balance is gonna be very different than if suddenly this big wave comes, you've gotta shift your mm -hmm. weight. And the key is to know what is it I want? I wanna stay standing. I wanna be up on this board. I wanna be able to move towards the shore. And if you know that and you know your destination and that shore you're moving to, then you can distribute your weight accordingly as the waves are gonna carry you through. And so 
like I said, for some women, your balance is going to be, hey, I fit in a couple calls during my lunch hour right now because I've got a full-time job. And when I get home, I want to be 100% about my family. And if that's what you're deciding you want and you're not shutting on yourself, then you can move forward successfully because you're going to be really powerful in those calls because you're going to want to be doing them at the time you're doing them. And if you're someone who's really passionate about things and you want to dedicate more time to your business and you're feeling like, well, I should volunteer in my kid's classroom like I did, well, then that's what's going to bring you out of balance. And instead saying, no, you know, what I want to do is, is build my business right now so that by the time they're middle school, I can be there more when they start getting in trouble. <laughs> you know? And that's OK, too. So it is really about asking yourself, what do you want? Where do you want to go? And, and who you are and, and not shitting on ourselves because that's going to come from elsewhere all the time. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, Carolyn, this has been awesome. I want to wrap up by asking you something. We ask all guests on Thrive. That is, what does Thrive mean to you and how do you strive to thrive in your everyday life? Thriving to me means living your life the way that you envision and having the courage to say no to things that may steal your time and energy away from that. And how I like to thrive in my life is constantly asking myself, is what I'm doing right now taking me to the vision that I'm wanting to create in my life? That's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you again for giving us so much of your time and wisdom. Tell everyone where they can find you online if they want to connect with you more. Thanks, Erica. I have two options. You can go onto Facebook and look for the Business Women with Balance group. It is a free group. So that's Business Women with Balance. And then the other way, I have a free boot camp coming up. It is the Rapid Business Growth with Balance Boot Camp. And you can go to carolynbishop.com forward slash boot camp to see the information page. Wait, before you go, make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. Drop five stars on your way out if you like what you just listened to. And come join the party on Instagram at thrive.podcast to stay inspired and thriving all week long. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.